first episode of Seen and Heard, conversations about how to live an authentic, fulfilling, and joyful life. I'm Willa, creator of the Social Well and Arrow Dating Salons, a wellness and community enthusiast in San Francisco. And I'll be hosting these chats with my dear friends, Smitha. Hey, Willa. Great to be here with you. I'm speaking from Boston today, and I'm excited to join this conversation to really unpack what it means to feel connected and to feel seen and heard by yourself, by others, and by society. I've been basically on this journey to think about how I can live a life of impact and purpose. And I've explored that in a few different ways from starting my own nonprofit back in middle school to then working in the public sector and private sector. And I've really found my place in the impact investing arena. Good to be here. So awesome. And we have our other co-host, Raha. Hi, ladies. Hi, Willa. Hi, Smitha. Super excited to be here today. So it's a bit about me. I'm a Canadian who originally worked in intellectual property law in New York, went into consulting in DC, and eventually moved back to Canada, moved coasts. And I'm now in Vancouver on the West Coast to work in the impact world and lean a bit more into my community, into my dancing, and into my doodling, whether it's talking about ourselves, our relationships, or just our work and everything beyond it. I'm excited to delve into what connection means. It's so great to see you both. You both look great. And I'm excited because we're going to talk about ways to connect with yourself, with your people, and with the world at large. We're excited to welcome special guests along the way and are so glad you joined us. Let's flow. (laughs) Let's flow. (laughs) Yay. I wanted to kick things off. And Smith, I think your story is a great place to start. Will you share a little bit about how your reflections on 2020 led to this moment? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a bit surreal to be having this conversation on the day that is the anniversary of the World Health Organization deeming COVID-19 a global pandemic. And it led to this ripple effect of Mm -hmm. closures beginning in California to across the country. And Mm -hmm. so it really has been today. (laughs) Today, last year was the start of this journey for so many of us where not only have we been experiencing immense grief, in fact, one in three Americans have actually lost a loved one due to this virus. But then also there's the confounding challenge of the economic recession and how we have seen an undue burden on particularly people of color and women who have lost jobs and lost their access to economic mobility and and economic security. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're calling it lately the she session, if you've heard that terminology, because there has been an outsized effect to women in, in this disruption in our labor markets. And then finally, it's around the national reckoning on racial justice and really coming to terms with our history and trying to move beyond words and reading and, and go to action. And so it's just been an, a, a wild year where it feels both everything has happened, but also nothing has happened. And so I have just been sitting in this, um, sitting in my own space, life has slowed down, traveling less, spending time a lot alone, just like sitting with it. And it has led me to reach out to some of my friends like Willa, to just try to understand everything that's happening, understand what I can be doing to be more intentional about thinking about what problems I want to be solving and spending my time. And yeah, it just led to a few conversations 
with both Raha and you, Willa, and thinking about how do we build community? How do we build connection? How do we live intentionally and with impact? And so that is truly what brings us and me here today. It's crazy because we all met through dance in college and in grad school. And it's these serendipitous moments that have weaved our lives together at different points in time. And when we all jumped on this Zoom call, it was cool to have the conversation that we did, which led to the pod. Yes, the flow. I mean, I think that's a really good way. Like we dance, we flow. And I think that is, it's physical, but it's also the way that we live and the way that we embrace life. So Raha, I would love to hear what brought you here and what were some of the pivotal moments in your life that brought you here today? love the fact that we touched on connecting through dance because I feel that's just so symbolic of the path I've been on when I think about impact connection and just being true to myself because Willa, Smitha and I all met doing dance in law school slash business school and for me that was a way for me to connect with others for me to get out of my head and for me to just live in the moment and build community and it didn't even feel that intentional in the moment, but it was just this kind of this craving for connection and community in a way I might not have felt at the time and place I was in at law school. So I find that so symbolic when I think about the journey I've been on since then, whether it was going into law, learning what did or didn't work there, moving countries, moving coasts, creating community along the way. And Smitha, I love how you touched on, you know, COVID and careers, because I think this past year has been incredibly pivotal thinking about impact, as you mentioned, and what it means to make impact in our community, and also just thinking about what it means to make impact in our smaller circles, and what it means for us to come alive in the moment. And there have been so many things that have been taken away from us. But there's also just been this ability to, to sit with ourselves a bit more to connect so beautifully to come alive. I've been drawing a lot more. (laughs) I've been doing little doodles. And we can talk about that later. I've been dancing a lot more. In fact, like I did a little dance video and threw it out into the ether right before Willa and I talked about this podcast. So again, it just all comes to that connection through coming alive and dance. And I love that. Yeah. Also, we all did ECTA. True. (laughs) Bollywood dance show at at the business school. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We, so Raha and I choreographed the dance for Beyond Dance. And then Smith actually led the team. Yeah. During her time there. And that's a cool shared experience to have. Talking about connecting yeah. with the world. It's a moment where everyone from all the sections come to support this wild night of dance. Like, I, I, I love the show. And she literally <laughs> had, you had 80 people in your dance. And like the fact that you could coordinate that many yeah. people who may or may not have had a little bit to drink before. It's like, I was it's just going to say, can, I wasn't sure where you were going can with that. Yeah. <laughs> But can we talk about that? Samitha, you're like doing all this coordination. Like, Will, I remember when we were like getting our dance together, you're like, hey, let's have these meetings. We're going to have our lines just so. And then you come to the show and half the people are drunk out of their mind, which made it even better. They're like, banners. I'm like, oh. Yeah. But talk about formations, right? Formations just go out the window. And I will say there's just something so bonding about those moments and the fact that we can come alive. And that's something I noticed so strongly about you, Willa. Like you were bringing people together, but you were also just so alive in ways that sometimes it's hard to come across 
when I was in grad school. And it's, it's honestly been awesome to watch your path since then and just understand the ways that you've been trying to continue to create community. Maybe tell us a bit about, about that. Oh, thanks, Raha. Yeah, my relevant story really started in college. I was a year-round athlete in high school. My mom cooked the majority of meals that we ate. And so without having to think about health, I was moving and I was eating a lot of, you know, leafy green vegetables and then went to college where we had unlimited dining halls. Yeah. I wasn't like playing sports anymore and gained the freshman 15, was feeling so lethargic. And I was like, I need to figure out how to fix this. So that's really what got me into learning about wellness and different ways to care for my own body and for the soul and for social connections. I ended up writing my like junior and senior thesis on that in college. I studied sociology and that led me to start this preventative public health program in San Francisco, which among other things, we danced with people in the public parks. It was one of those right time, right places things because the first class, it was me teaching 10 people. In the third class, there were 60 people. And it's continued to grow like that since. Now there's 40 classes pre-COVID every week in the parks across San Francisco that anyone can go to to move. And, and then we have paid for indoor classes that helps to fund the whole program. And that experience of being like, wow, if you do some research and you want something, that's how anything in the world gets created. It's just one person or a small group of people just deciding to to go for it. And I think that has led me to experiment with a lot of ways of building community, like creating social wellness experiences from the social well and from Arrow, which is a dating salon where we all try to set our friends up. And that was like my journey of having a childhood where it was natural to be well and then falling out of that, needing to figure out a way, starting one thing and then being like, I want to do more of this. And then with pit stops at companies and business school along the way to learn more about how to build those types of things in a way that will reach more people and be more sustainable. And that's what brought me here. Love it. That really brings us to a good chunk of time for this pod, but we have a lot of things that we've teed up talk about mm-hmm. what are you each excited and we'll go smith at first and Maha to cover in this pod i'm excited to create this space to just have a conversation about what does it mean to feel connected to build quality community and relationships in one's life because more and more as i think about what makes me happy it is the relationships that i have romantically, personally, professionally, all of these relationships that we have in our lives, that is what brings me joy. And so ultimately, I hope that is what we can share with one another and help others who are on this journey to feel that connection and community to embrace the relationships in their lives and find a way to to spark joy. I love that. I love that. What about you, Raha? I love that, Smitha. And I like Going hand in hand with that idea of connecting with others, I find that there's something so beautiful about also thinking about connecting with ourselves. And one aspect of that for me is connecting with our inner child. And uh, like, I'm I'm just so excited. I think 
there are two aspects of this that have really made me think about this deeply. One is just through my career and thinking about through school and thinking about knowledge I gained and trying to pivot into new industries and understand how to build on that. And all through that kind of realizing that I was leaning towards with each move I made, leaning more towards my gut. And and at first, I, I think I walked in thinking there was something about having to have the right knowledge about these worlds around me and slowly understanding that it had so much more to do with my inner light and my inner child. And I realized that this also was just as relevant in my personal relationships and in my relationship with myself when it came to trust and just letting my light show and feeling seen and heard. Like, that's what it's about. And the second thread would be COVID. Like, we have all these grand dreams and plans of things that we're going to do and COVID comes and says, sorry. In those moments, I think there have been so many fundamental, beautiful moments for me where I thought that I could come alive by leaning into things that that I've always loved, whether it was drawing or dancing. And so much of that is bringing out your inner child. And so whether it's through what we do, like through through the things we love to do, or through our feelings, like the the inner child, and that's when we think about trust, when we think about connection and vulnerability, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. I think there's so much there to touch into to let us keep our inner light on. So I'm excited to talk. Totally, about that. I think it's interesting. We call it inner child. Why do children have permission to be a certain way and not adults? I've worked with dancing with young people. And the question I ask, I, and I've asked this question of people of many different ages. I'm like, who here wants to dance? And the people who are in third grade and younger are always like, me! And they're pushing each other out of the way to show me their dance moves. And I'm like, ooh, that's good. That's really good. But then you go to college and adult and people lose that. They're like, I'm not very good at dancing. And I'm like, that's not what dancing is about per se. There's something along the way that makes people feel like they can't express themselves. I I completely agree. I feel like there's this idea of identity that we begin to tie to ourselves as we Mm -hmm. become adults. These are the things we do. As I mentioned, like, these are the things we learn and know, and this is our thing. And we start to say certain things aren't our thing. Whereas when you look at children, you're just exploring, playing. There's curiosity and that kind of thirst to explore and try new things. And I think that there are ways... And I definitely know people in my life who have cultivated that curiosity as they get older. And Mm -hmm. so there's definitely ways to do it, but it might be going against norms or what one might think that they should be doing or think how they should be acting. And that I'm excited to talk about, which is self-permission to do what you want to, what allows you to be your truest self, to live an authentic life. And how do you build an understanding and a relationship with yourself where you're like, it's okay to do this thing that might not fall into the stereotype of what I'm currently in. And I think that when people see that, it becomes so liberating and they start to care less about what people think and they start to smile Mm. more. So I I think that's going to be a really fun and rich. Also as women... And all of us being women of color, too. I think there's so much around that thread of permission. Which kind of ties to the last dimension of this, which is, yes, it starts with your relationship with yourself and then with your people. But then ultimately, it's with society. And I think we all have very different lived experiences and how that relationship with how we are seen, how we are heard, or how importantly, we are not seen and not heard from the society lens has affected 
all of the ways that we might feel connected or have that self-permission or be able to live that authentic life. And so I'm excited to also bring in a few other friends and, and fellow travelers to bring their different experiences and see how they have been trying to live this more connected life. I'm so excited by that because it seems like what we've been talking about, when you feel seen in yourself, you're able to articulate that, bring it into relationships, bring it into society. It's a beautiful spiral, I feel. The idea of being seen and heard is just this beautiful spiral that must start within and goes out. And I'm so excited to examine what that looks like and how far it can go. So I, I love going to the society community. Mm-hmm. Part and that. it's not just like a one directional journey. Yeah. Mm, yeah, totally. Travels and journeys, but it's like, it can be like from self to others, to self, to society, to self. And to it's society, not- to self. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all interconnected. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think it's when people take a moment reflect and put a little bit of intentionality in the ways that they're connecting on those three dimensions. I personally feel like I can feel that coming out of a person. It's so different across mm-hmm. someone who feels awake than someone who is asleep at life and just going yeah. through the hedonic treadmill. 100%. I, I really think we can all be awake. And it might be a little step, it might be a big step. And my hope is that we'll have conversations that help us and help our communities and ideally the world to be a little bit more awake and aligned with themselves. Love it. Let's get started. The question for this week, what's something that sparked joy? So my parents actually, um, my mom yesterday and my dad today got their second shot of the COVID vaccine. So that definitely sparks joy, but then just so much peace of mind around their health because they also are at risk given their pre-existing conditions. I'm just really excited that we've made it one year and, and we even have a vaccine at this point. It's just such an incredible feat that we were able to get a vaccine so quickly. So that has definitely been what I've been thinking about and very thankful for. I'm so glad to hear that. By the way, your parents are also dancers. I got this adorable dance at this wedding. I stole the show. Oh. Everyone was just like, I can't believe it. It's so good. I lo- wait, I love that. I love that. Maybe this is part partly to do with it. Because uh, Willa, you also brought your mom to one of my dance oh, classes when, yes. I was, when I was teaching Bollywood dance at the business school. I feel like, so my parents, my, my mom doesn't dance, but she started a little band out of her basement. <laughs> like, I feel like all of our parents have, have a bit of a spark oh, in them when it comes 100%. to things like Unconventional. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't you love I, the unconventional? And the power yeah, of no. parents. And oh, the power of parents. I was just going to say, so the spark for me, one of it is just morning tea where I like half of it is milk and that's just how I do it. And just nice and sweet. But the other thing that I was going to say that sparked joy was hopping on a phone call with my mom. Like, it's just, and I can just sense it in each of you that, like, from the little things that y'all have said, that your parents have these similarly nourishing or, like, unconventional or sparky mm-hmm. vibes. But there's just such beauty in putting yourself in the presence of people who can just pull you into the moment, pull you out of your head, just have fun conversations with, and, you know, who you feel really seen by. And sometimes it's just a quick convo. Sometimes it's deep. Sometimes it's her just saying the silly joke. Sometimes it's serious. It's just, yeah. Yeah. The whole, like, 
calling with rent, calling rents and staying in touch with them is so huge. That's very similar to something yeah. that sparked joy for me too. My mom found this dance class TV show and like <laughs> FaceTime me <laughs> and she was like, Willa, watch this. And she showed me the dance oh. and she was so spicy. I can see that. <laughs> I love it's it. Very I love sharp. It. Very sharp. <laughs> that's awesome I would love to hear when anyone listens like what's sparking joy for them like keep keep the joy flow going any closing thoughts before we say bon voyage no I think this is just the beginning of a conversation I hope it sparks conversations for you all who are listening as well and can I just say I think Smitha you talked about this when we were chatting before this but and we're going to talk more about what feeling seen and heard means to each of us and how individual that is and how tied that is to our personal journey. But I'm so excited because I feel so seen and heard by both of you. And Willa, we've known each other for a while. Smitha, we just recently connected, but there's something so beautiful about that.